The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your Father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table, and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly, I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all his property. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, Then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day and at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make preparations nor act in accord with his will shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. great joy to be with you all this morning and just wrapped up about three weeks it feels like of uh just traveling and doing presentations and things like that and um so i'm kind of recovering from from that but it's it's always good to be home and 
This week in the readings, our Lord points to the virtue of faith. And um, in the letter to the Hebrews, the author writes this, Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And what we see in this reading is that faith is, is really much more than simply an act of the will. Sometimes faith is presented as, as a merely an act of the will. Now, I can remember being a young person and, and just saying, like, I don't really get, like, how does how this a trinity work? You know, and my catechism teacher might say something like, just believe it. Just choose to believe it. And, and that's what it means to have faith. You just believe it. And, but there might be something more than that, right? There might be something more than that. And in the letter to the Hebrews, it goes into detail about Abraham and how Abraham left his homeland to go out and to receive this place as an inheritance. And he he goes into the promised land. He has faith that the Lord is going to fulfill this promise because the Lord said to him, I'll make you the father of many nations and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. And even though... He had to wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait until finally Sarah conceives in her old age. It says that he waited because the one who made the promise was trustworthy. The one who made the promise was trustworthy. And so even when his son was finally born and then the Lord says, I want you to go and sacrifice Isaac and and they're walking up the mountain and Isaac says to him, Where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Abraham simply says, the Lord will provide the lamb. And he comes to this place of greater faith and greater trust in the Lord. And so so faith in the life of Abraham is, is a process of learning to entrust his heart to the Lord. In the document on faith that was released about 10 years ago, it says that believing means entrusting oneself to a merciful love that always accepts and pardons and makes straight the crooked lines of our history. Entrusting oneself to a merciful love that always accepts and pardons and makes straight the crooked lines of our history. And, And when we live into that, then the words of the psalm take on more meaning when we say, blessed the people, the Lord has chosen to be his own. Blessed the people, the Lord has chosen to be his own. When we really believe that in our hearts, that we've been chosen by the Lord. And that he's faithful to his promises. We're able to entrust our hearts to him. And to follow him the places where he leads us and, and to have confidence that when, when it seems that he's delayed in his coming or it seems that he's delayed in answering our prayers, we know that that day will come because he's trustworthy. In the gospel reading, our Lord speaks about the importance of perseverance in those times when it seems like God's not showing up. 
or it seems that the master isn't showing up or the master is delayed. And, and that's oftentimes an obstacle, especially for young people, to prayer and to the life of faith. Because sometimes I'll be talking to someone and, and they'll say something like, well, Father, I tried prayer, but it just doesn't work. Okay, so tell me more about that. Well, like I prayed and what I prayed for didn't happen. So prayer doesn't work. Like I prayed once. And, and part of that, I think that invades all of our hearts because of the modern world that we live in. And everything can happen at once, right? Everything can happen at once in the modern world. And, and we use it, but faith is really something that happens in a relationship and it happens over time and it happens through that process of learning that the Lord is the one who shows up for me and perseverance in that relationship. But we can all fall into that because of the modern world that we live in. You know, this last week when I went to Michigan, I'm a great planner, of course. Um, so I decided where I was staying Sunday morning before flying out Sunday night. And I had no idea where I was gonna stay actually. And I was driving back from Douglas Sunday morning last week. And I thought to myself, oh yeah, the, that one priest from Detroit came last year, I'm gonna call him. And so I call Father Athanasius, who's a Franciscan friar, and he's a pastor in Detroit. And he came to stay for a week last year on retreat. And, uh, and he was great, and he welcomed me in his rectory, and, and we had just a beautiful time um, sitting up and talking. And, uh, and then he always kind of, he kind of makes fun of me because I, when I travel, I take everything I need so that my life is the same. And I have all my coffee stuff and... and um, and, and he was fascinated by, I used to carry this big coffee machine with me and then I found this like smaller version. And, and it really happened because one day I said to myself, like there should be like a portable kettle. Like I have no idea what that would look like, but there should be like a travel kettle. And, and so I just went on Amazon and I typed in travel kettle and then I found this thing, it's about this big, it's silicone, it like pops up and pops down and fits in your bag. And, and, uh, and I showed him that. He was super jealous. I think he bought one the next day. But that's just an example of how quickly our lives move. And, and like, if I think something should exist, it does. And it happens right away. You know, or if you're as old as me, you remember when we were kids, we would hear a song on the radio. And we think, oh, I really like that song. And then we got to like wait for the DJ to play it again. And we got like our, our you know, tape recorder out. And we're trying to tape songs off the radio. And, and we're getting mad at our sibling for being loud while we're taping the song off the radio or you had to go to the record store, because there used to be record stores, and find this cassette tape, and then when you want to listen to the song, you have to fast forward and find this. And it would take a long time to hear that song again, but now, like, if somebody wants to hear a song, they just go like, hey Siri, play. And it happens right away. And it, it's like it trains our brains that like everything should happen immediately. But that's not always how the Lord works, and, and sometimes, on the contrary, we, we end up in these places of extended dryness, or we can end up in places of, of unsureness. And those are the times that matter in the spiritual life. You know, those are the places that our Lord's really working on our hearts. I can remember when I was in, in Rome, I went through, like, I've talked about this before, but I just went through, like, years of not really 
feeling like the Lord was present to me or not really having a relationship with him and just kind of faithfully saying my prayers, but just feeling at this distance. And I can remember talking to somebody about that and sometimes we're bad at acknowledging that that's our reality sometimes. And, you know, I was talking to this priest friend and, and I said, yeah, I don't really feel like, I don't really feel like I, I've been close to our Lord in prayer in a really long time. And he just kind of looked at me and he was like, well, that's weird. I always feel close to our Lord. Like, uh, thanks, man. And then it turns out like he's not a priest anymore. But that was a time for me of, of that like extended waiting. And then the Lord like broke through. And that's, that's really what he exhorts of us is, is that we stay vigilant as we wait for his return or we stay vigilant as we wait for him to show up. And we trust that because he's shown up in the past that the one who made the promise is trustworthy. That we are the people he has chosen to be his own from the time of our baptism. He chose us to be our, his own like on the day we made our first communion or our confirmation. He chose us to be his own and, and the moment you fell in love with your spouse. He chose us to be his own when when you saw your first child born or your second child born or when you see your child born and you realize that he's asked you to cooperate with him in bringing new life into the world. And there's all these places that the Lord shows up. And entrusting ourselves to him means that we're gonna place our heart in his hands and, and believe that he is the one that's always present and always attentive and can make straight the crooked lines of our history. And when we come to see him in that way, it's then that we experience this great joy and we realize how oh, when the master returns, he does in fact desire to serve us. He desires to make all things new. He desires to give us the abundant life. He desires to give us joy. And a life that seemed like it didn't make sense or, or a place that we seemed stuck, we can look back on and just say like, wow, that was this moment where our Lord was just calling me deeper and teaching me how to trust him and teaching me that he would never abandon me. And for that, we can be truly grateful. And so today, let us pray that, that the Lord increase our faith and, and that he increase our trust and that we have that grace of perseverance, especially in times of dryness, in times of confusion, in times of stuckness. And that through our perseverance, we may come to know him as the one who keeps his promises and know the joy of being his sons and daughters whom he has chosen to be his own. <laughs>